0: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and three hundred and sixty-five day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
1: Hi Dad. Hello guys. You okay? <gasps> Very well. Um, so the person uh, le- we could talk a little bit about Edinburgh mm-hmm. and Scotland before mm-hmm. we introduce this person today mm-hmm. because... Um,
2: he was on the big independence march recently.
1: He was and uh, he's recently was nominated for a Scottish BAFTA. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: and he also came to your show at the Fringe, which was yes. nice of him, with his lovely partner.
1: Yeah. But so, at the moment... And parents. And parents. At the moment, there is a big, big, big energy in the moment, uh, in Scotland, sorry going towards another referendum and you can really feel that they're galvanising properly in preparation for whatever the election result is. Presumably the SNP are going to win.
2: Pretty big, I think. Big? Maybe not quite as big as they think. Really, why? Who do you think they would lose to? I think, I don't, listen, I don't know. They're going to win seats off the Tories, I think, but I think there's a sense of the the people who are pro-union. The Tories did have a bit of a revival, pre-Ruth Davison stepping down. You've got Joe Swinson up there now as a Scottish MP. But look, the the, the SNP are going to win the Scottish elections. There's no doubt about that at all.
1: But I just keep seeing sort of like, you know, they had that massive rally this week and you feel like they're, A, angry Mm -hmm. with the whole process of what's happening with Brexit. Hate, absolutely hate Johnson. Feel they haven't got a huge Tory base there because they don't have a leader at the moment.
2: Mm, they probably do. But I can't remember who it is.
1: Do they? Yeah, because yeah, they do. Somebody I don't know. Um, but do you think it, so? If the SNP did really well in the election, there's still no chance of them getting a referendum. Well,
2: it depends on what happens. I mean, it, it, you know, it, it depends on the, the the outcome in the rest of the country. Boris Johnson's saying that he would never give a referendum for Scotland. Jeremy Corbyn's saying he might. I could see a situation where you get um, a hung parliament and the. Price of the SNP supporting is another and, referendum. Yeah, I could see that. Well, they but just... I, but I, but I but I also think that there's a. I do think Brexit has been a game changer for them. I was a bit disappointed with the, the fact that they pushed for an election in the end with the Lib Dems. I was disappointed with that because I think it's kind of. I think it doesn't
1: a, really look good.
2: Well, I think there's a danger that it that it sort of oh, damages the sure. damages the anti-Brexit cause. But uh, anyway, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about culture because we've got a cultural guest. Yeah, we
1: have, and it's very exciting. He's an actor. This is an actor. He started on the stage. Yeah,
2: although, actually, Grace, as I will remind him, his first big break was, was in very... in something well, we'll come on. a bit we'll, we'll, bigger we'll, than we'll, that. We'll, we'll embarrass him over he that. He started
1: on stage, done a lot of TV and mm-hmm. film. He was in Mary, Queen of Scots. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's about to be in a new Steve McQueen series, which is coming out for the BBC. So he is the very talented... Jack Loudon!
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, team. ready to go, yeah? Yeah, we're all good.
2: OK, I'll start.
1: Okay, go on oh. then. No worries. So, Jack, not like you're my friend, Jack.
2: So, Jack, it's lo- lovely to have you here yeah. on Football Feminism in Between. I-, I think we should just, you know, f- remind our listeners how you became famous. Mm. Grace, play the clip. It's not
0: true, though. But this high school sing song. It's not about dreams. There's no cheerleaders. of basketball teams. What's the context? Like that. that just... <laughs>
1: we're gonna explain it. Oh. There we go. But well, listen, so that, so... so that is an Iron Brew advert. Was that filmed in your school? No. Uh, no. How old were you?
0: Nineteen. Okay. Why did you do it? Um, I didn't get Macbeth, <laughs> so that was the obvious choice. Right. And
2: Iron Brew is a big part of Scottish identity, though, isn't it? It certainly is. Yeah. Yeah. The only country in the world where Coca-Cola is not the best-selling soft drink.
0: Yeah, yes.
2: Beaten
1: so, so, room. but did that advert make you sort of a face in Scotland?
0: Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it actually did for like a month because it played. I think it played at half time in the Champions League final that. Oh my God, That's so it was huge. like pretty. I was like huge for about. Whatever it is. It's a very catchy tune as well. It is, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it's sort of too catchy. Do you drink iron mm. brew? I do, yeah. It's great. I mm. mean, it's it's way better than... Coke? Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. It's light years ahead of it. Do
1: you drink it when you're not in Scotland?
0: Yes. Do you? And still do that thing of walking into shops and going, they've got iron brew, <laughs> like a WH Smith's in like, Heathrow.
2: And if you're walking around, do you feel you have to hold it even if you're not
0: drinking it because you want people to know that you're Scottish? No, I try and tr- I drink it like <laughs> they do in like America where they drink alcohol out of a brown in bag. A brown bag right.
2: <laughs> but you are you you were born in England.
0: Yeah,
1: but you're Scottish. Yes, very much Scottish.
0: Yeah, my parents are both Scottish. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Scotland. Why were you born in England? My dad worked in London at the time, and they lived in Chelmsford in Essex. So. Really? Not only English, but Essex. Right. Then, how
1: old were you when you moved back to
0: Scotland? Two.
1: Okay, so no sort of no. English identity in you.
0: I, I used to lie because I'm an IVF baby, right? That's uh-huh. not a lie, but I used to lie that Chelmsford in Essex was one of the few places in the early nineties that did IVF.
1: Because you wanted uh, an excuse as to why yeah, you were yeah, born in like, England. Yeah, exactly. I
0: was like, <laughs> that's. The Do you resent being born in England? Do I resent it? No, I. I. I um, you
1: don't want it. You'd
0: it's rather. It's ever so slightly because it's. I'd rather be born, it's nothing to do with being born in England. I, I, I just, I love being Scottish and I love being from Scotland, and I kind of just wish the whole package was there. Mm, like see, if, I, I
2: feel that. I, I mean, I've never but lived you're, in, I know you don't I was even born have an in accent. England. No, I know that, but I've always felt Scottish, not British and Scottish, not English. And, and I, so I would imagine if I was you arriving at Los Angeles as you are to next week with mm-hmm. your passport and it says Chelmsford it does, ra- yeah. rather
0: than, you know. Well, like the, the, Fort ma- William. the last thing I'd want to identify myself as is British. Oh. I'd rather identify myself as English. If really? I oh, every day of the week. Why? I just hate the idea of...
1: Because it doesn't feel like a union.
0: No, it's a corporation. It's like a big company, British. It's it's also a sort of a myth. It's so a... Holy,
2: you'd rather be English than
0: British? Oh, God, yeah.
1: But is that yeah, because Scottish you have head of everything.
0: such... Scottish head of everything, because I, I grew up there, and that's where my parents are from. I, f- I feel like I've only got Scottish blood in my body. But, yeah, being born in England, I'd always rather identify as being English rather than British.
1: But is that because of your attitude towards sort of Scottish independence? And...
0: It's probably got a part to play, but I, I, I love the... I, I I love the English. I love England. I love the folklore of England. Uh, I think. it's just Wales and Northern Ireland you don't like? No, I love Wales and Ireland <laughs> and the north of Ireland, <laughs> not Northern Ireland. <laughs> and but I do. I I. But no. The, I just think. Bre- I just think we just need to stop it now. I just think it's such a lot of. It's out of date and it was. You know. It's those four countries are a lot older than. Well, Brexit's going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. Brexit's in... going to do what? Break up the UK. Yeah. You don't yeah. want that. Do you? You don't want Brexit to do it. Uh, No, in an ideal world, it would be, you know, we vote for Scottish independence, the Welsh, I know. You know, I saw a study recently uh, that came out about, because there was this myth that Wales had voted for Brexit, Mm -hmm. but then someone did a a, a whole heap of research, I think it was in The Guardian it came out, that said that they'd found that it was predominantly English votes in Mm -hmm. Wales. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting, yeah. English areas or whatever that is. Mm. So, like, the Welsh... The actually, voted actually remain. didn't vote. yeah exactly
1: so what's your feeling on another independent scottish independence referendum now
0: uh i i, I would love one i don't i do you um, think
1: it's realistic
0: that we'd get one mm. uh well not at the moment no because i don't see the brit's do giving it? us one because we have what is it a section 30 they have to give us or something well, yeah, like but yeah but
2: but then you've so why is um just just on a which which do you want more Brexit not to happen or Scottish
0: independence to happen. Um, do I want Bre- Scottish independence not to happen? No. no. Which Sc- of the two, which of these two rather things would I have
1: rather happen? stop Brexit or get Scottish independence?
0: Um I'd rather ultimately have Scottish independence, um but I would like Brexit to stop because I think it's incredible because the difference I, I've spoken to you about this before, but the difference with the sort of Scottish referendum and the Brexit referendum um, it, it, it was constantly put to us that none of the facts were put before us at all. and With which one? With, with Scottish independence. Right. But actually, a lot more of the facts, mm. or what claimed to be the facts, were put forward for Brexit. It was quite mm-hmm. amazing, actually, the, the sort of mess that's come out of Brexit. The referendum and the lead up to it actually had a lot more press. The facts had a lot more press. Whereas Scotland, it was all about... I bet. Do you know? Do you think we're going to keep the oil? Nobody knew. And mm. but saying that, the Scottish government at the time, or the the, the SNP at least, put together something like a, what was it like a two hundred page white mm. paper mm-hmm. of every single thing they would do, and Brexit never did that. So, so it's you, amazing to see how the two things were run. Do you feel
2: the argument shifting for Scottish independence? Mm. Uh,
0: yes, I do. I think... Um, and you live up there now, don't you? Is your base. I do. The thing is with, with, with the Scottish independence thing is... And a problem that a lot of people that voted no in it would constantly make to people that were wanting to vote yes <coughs> was that it, they did constantly say, but what, what are you going to do about oil? What are you going to do this and this and this? And it became... It became we were forced to try and think... Um, uh, well, confront, do we think it could happen rather than do we want it to happen. Mm. And the problem is in Scotland is that there's a lot of people that want it regardless, and a lot of people that don't want it regardless. And I think facts and figures are never going to change Mm. that. But I think because of Brexit, a lot more people who didn't want it now want it. Probably don't still think that, you know, we'd go down the tubes and we're not going to have our Scottish oil, but now they want it. And I think that's...
1: Do you feel, because it's interesting that, you know, you're... As an actor and someone who's, like, very creative and works in the film and TV and and the theatre, like, that world, you've never thought to have London as your base, or have you?
0: I did, so I uh, left drama school, got a job.
1: You went to drama school in Scotland, right? In
0: Scotland at the Royal Conservatoire up in Glasgow, and then I got My first job was the Black Watch about the um, Iraq invasion. And we went and went all round the States and went all round the UK... um, and it was a piece that was so wonderfully about just what it was like, what it was like for the soldiers. We didn't get into any political stuff. And I got an agent from that, and was told get down to London as quick as you can. And so I was, you came. Yeah, and I came, and I was in London for six, seven years.
2: Have you ever been out of work? Looking at your Wikipedia, you seem, you
0: know, very busy. Yeah, I mean, I've been lucky, but I i was—I got that job and got a, a big London agent and moved down and uh, didn't get anything and started writing out a CV for the first time in my life and applied for jobs in, like, O'Neill's and pubs. And I got a job at the Cliss Arms.
1: Oh, my God, I go there all Maswell the time. Hill.
0: Yeah, and I worked there for, like, a month. Couldn't pull a pint, told the guy I could pull a pint. Ended up pouring, like, a cloud in a glass, and that was it. And um, But then a month later, I got a a, a theatre job.
1: And then since then has it been pretty... Pretty much,
0: yeah. But I like, I mean, you know, this year I've done two jobs, which is, you know, still quite good, but uh, I didn't work from sort of uh, January to April and I haven't worked since August no.
1: And you've just worked with Steve McQueen? Yes. Can you tell us about that?
0: He was a great actor, that guy, Steve McQueen. He because was, yeah, he was wonderful.
1: Dad, come on. He's don't, a bit old, don't, a bit old.
0: Honestly, <laughs> that joke.
1: show that you Sorry, are not joking, is. No,
0: he was, he was amazing.
1: Was it amazing? Oh yeah, he's Are he's on a BBC drama,
0: right? BBC, yes. I think Amazon as well now. Okay. But he um, he's a genius, the man. And I got to play a sort of mouthy Scottish lawyer, which amazing because fig- you have stretch. to do
1: English accents quite a
0: lot, don't you? All the time. Mm. So, what's the,
2: what's, the, what's the? What's this one? What's the story in this one? This is
0: about the Mangrove 9 Mm-hmm. It's about that. It's about that the um, riot or demonstration, depending on which which way you look at it, that ended up in nine of them going to court and nine of the demonstrators uh oh no I think a lot maybe four or five of them represented themselves which was sort of unprecedented and they had a lawyer who was me came along uh, to help them out but they represented themselves and um, they basically tried to turn the courtroom into one big demonstration mm. i mean literally like screaming and shouting at some you know judge in a wig telling them and is up. it finished uh, he they're still shooting parts of it but you f- I, I you finished. finished, yeah. Right.
1: And you also just p- produced your first film.
0: Yes, I did, And yeah. were you not in it? No, I was. Were uh, you in yeah, it? Yeah, I was in it, which... What was w- that like? It was a bit annoying because I just wanted to produce. I've always wanted to do... The acting's wonderful, but I've, I, I, I get bored quite quickly acting um, because I just feel you're used for, like, 30 seconds a day and I'm no use at standing about doing nothing. So it was quite wonderful to be able to be doing everything all the time.
1: But do you think next time you do that you won't be also in it? Do you think it was? Yeah, hopefully.
0: Yeah. Because it was great. I started a production company based in 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 Leith in Edinburgh. And my this is our first place? film. Oh, Leith. It's the best. Yeah.
2: When I, when I'd made my acting debut in Jimmy McGovern's Accused. Mm-hmm. When I say my acting debut, my only ever acting. Actually you
0: were, in you Jimmy were McGovern's in... A- Accused. I yeah, was, he played I himself.
2: Was... No, you didn't. Yeah, did. not Yeah, I did. Coming from I talking did, from I the did. TV. Did. And however, what I really what I worked <laughs> out very quickly is that the power, it seemed to me, lies with the director and the cameraman. Hundred percent. Is that right? Yeah,
0: none of the power is in the hand of an actor. Do yeah. you
1: want to direct?
0: Yes. It, it, basically, it's all working towards me jumping in and doing. So that. what's the? Difference well, it's in an incredible way to learn. D- directing is. It's, um, Creative, completely creative, and sort of directs, literally directs the action, directs you know where they want the camera and all that kind of stuff. The producer, while it's still relatively um, creative,
1: creative,
0: is sort of like the parent that stands behind the the sort of young Egypt, going, "Can we make that blow up?" And the producer's behind, going, "No, we can't avoid that." Mm. No. Okay, and mm. we need to do this. We need to make sure we've got this shot and this kind of stuff. It's Quite young to be a producer. Yeah, I like a lot of actors that do do it. I sort of wait. So they're a bit bigger and a bit older as well. And I just mm. thought, well, why not just try it? Well, man.
1: also, but it, you're, you are big and you you have got an amazing sort of reel of experiences of things that you've been in and you can take all of those experiences to produce. Oh, is there, a, is there a sense of when you're sort of going to the other side of the camera that you're taking so much more control into what the way that a story is told than when you're an actor...
0: Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, mean, have you have
1: you had jobs where you felt, this just isn't how I would do it?
0: Yes, that, I, that, that, that's that been a constant problem for me in, in acting jobs as I've gotten older and older. I find myself getting more and more frustrated because I'm like, why is the camera there? It should be there. Why am I saying this? I should be saying that. And it's, it's just not healthy. As an actor, you just need to not be thinking about any of that. And I have tried thousands of times to not think of anything like that and try to force myself to just think about where I'm walking or who I'm supposed to be hating, and I can't do it.
1: So do you think, actually, you're more meant to be? Yeah. The directing and producing? Yeah,
0: definitely. But but acting's fun. Do
2: you think producers and directors end up not respecting a lot of actors, not liking a lot of
0: actors? Uh, You mean as, like, people? Yeah, as a breed. Yeah, I mean, actors... It's amazing, though. Actors get a very bad rap and having done this this first experience of producing the actor is quite rightly sort of cased in bubble wrap not sort of pandered to but should be looked after because it really is the magical bit that nobody can really make happen or go away in a room and practice really you've got all these incredible technical people who are all you know wonderful in their craft and But the acting thing is a sort of like lightning in a glass Mm. kind of thing that um, everybody in the crew or whatever should go the extra mile to try as hard as they can to create an atmosphere where that can happen Mm. because it's it's such a flimsy, difficult thing. And I, I, I actually, I started off thinking like actors were arseholes and, you know, really need to get over themselves. You know, there are actors that go way too far. You know that just need to calm down a bit, but people—they—they they should be respected on film sets, out in the big bad world. I don't know, it doesn't mm. matter. Yeah. It doesn't, I don't care.
1: You've been nominated for a BAFTA, Scotland BAFTA. Yes, I have. That's very exciting for your role in *Mary, Queen of Scots*.
0: Yes.
2: And you've just been fitted for a <clears throat> a, a free suit. Yes. <clears throat> That's nice. Have
0: it's you
1: off. Have you thought about what you'll say if you win?
0: No. Okay. Will you? Well, I won last year. What did did you, th- you? Yeah, but and I. Did think of something to say, um, because there was a good chance that I might win because there was three of us nominated, all from the same film. Okay. <laughs> and I thought if I go up, I better know what I'm saying. And, you know, so, but that because but this year it's completely different. It's uh, me, Peter Mullen, and uh, a young actor called Lorne McDonald. I hope he's got his name right because I've seen his film uh, Beats and it's incredible. Um,
2: do you? Do you? If if you. Think about the speech, but do you think about when they do that split screen thing on the television? Do you think about how your face looks when if you, you don't, don't win?
0: win. Uh, <coughs> well, I think you'd be know. quite
1: good at that. To
0: I, be honest. I, I'm all up for just like if you don't win and you wanted to win, I'm totally up for going. Oh, for yeah, sake. like
1: in Friends. Would you do that? Joey and Friends I, I, like that. do that?
0: Please I, I, do that. Please <laughs> do that. I would do it, especially if I knew the person and they were a friend. Like Peter, I've worked with Peter Mullen before. If Has Peter anyone won, ever
1: done that though in real life?
0: I really I, I, I wish I more people have. did it. If Peter Mullen won, I would boo him. <laughs> like, I would boo him. Would you walk out? I, I'd do that'd something. Be good. Yeah, that'd I'd be just good. shout boo at him <laughs> because hey, Peter's fine. Peter's, like, one of the best actors in the world. So, like, so you can live wrong. with it. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Now, um, my favourite thing on, on your, your very, very long Wikipedia entry, which has got every play you've ever been in. He
1: thinks you did it, you did your <laughs> Wikipedia yourself.
0: Oh, no, I really because he, oh, was like, so he was Because he was like,
1: he's put absolutely everything he's ever I, been in on here. He must have done it I
0: himself. Do, I don't know who does it. Like, okay. I genuinely well, Somebody
2: loves, it loves you a lot. But my favourite thing in it says that you're reluctant to talk about your private life. So let's talk about your private life. Great. <laughs> okay. Why are you reluctant you, you to talk about your
1: private life? You can stop whenever you want to.
0: I don't think I've said I've never said I was, re- <laughs> but it says on Wikipedia you're reluctant to talk about it. Well, that's because so It also yeah. says
1: on Wikipedia that he was in England for IVF. You know. Yeah. I guess
0: well, that so. is because of. That's because you that's spread, come out of my mouth. spread the lies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not reluctant to talk about my personal life. There's probably things in there that I I don't. Yeah. I can't be asked talking yeah. about. Yeah. What he do, you, what you, do talk you want about to know? Your
1: relationship.
0: Well, you're still quite blessed at the moment, aren't you? Yeah, I, I'm in a I'm in a good relationship a with very someone pretty wonderful that I admire. Yeah. Do you want to tell too. our listeners who she is in case no. they don't know?
2: Grace, do you want to say? Mm.
1: Well, I, only if Jack wants it. I don't want to do it if Jack no. doesn't
2: it. No. I did, no. He doesn't want Okay.
1: I mean, no. you could probably
2: What does look she it
1: do? Up. You can uh, look it up.
2: <laughs> what does Saoirse Ronan do? Uh, I don't know what she does. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what does she do? She's an actress? I
0: don't know. Well, I did a film with her. Yeah. and yes. She was very good. Is thing. that where it all happened? Where we made the film, yeah. No, where is, that, they made is, that where, is that where you? That's where I became friends with her and 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 Joe Alwyn and mm-hmm. Joe Mar- who's Margot with Robbie. Taylor
1: Swift.
0: I don't. I didn't know he's with Taylor
1: He's with Taylor Swift.
2: Oh, oh my god! Yeah, it's she... all going on in the Queen Mary Queen of Scots. <laughs> 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 on a scale of one to ten, how big a feminist are you?
0: I think ten. And what does that mean? I don't know. I think. But that's why. I th- I, 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 uh, I I don't, like I've said to you before, yeah, like I yeah, don't, yeah. I don't know. I d- do I sit about and think like, oh, I, oh God, I need to be a bit better at that and I shouldn't say things like that. I'm very, I, like w- what I've run into a lot of in my life, not just about things like feminism or anything like that, is that I do enjoy saying what I shouldn't say, like in private with people that I know and love and trust. I've always gotten like a buzz out of, Saying things that you really shouldn't say, like because well you know just anything that like anything that would be if you said it in public or in front of people that you don't know you would look like an absolute mm-hmm. twat, and I, I quite enjoy saying it,
1: like saying,
0: I don't know, like if you if you the feminist thing, like saying, you know, lassies can't drive,
1: yeah 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 you yeah, know, Dad I, does that, my Dad does
0: that, yeah, and, and I, I, you
1: do do stuff like that
0: because I believe in I truly believe in being able to the ownership of something is being able to laugh at something as well and I think like if if it's, it only matters to, I think how you feel if you think yourself 10 you're... out of 10 feminist 10 out of 10 libertarian it, you know whatever it's, it only really matters it should only matter what you feel and not what people think you feel
1: and do you think there are enough male feminists in the industry that you're in
0: um, I, th- I think there are a lot there you know there are obviously of, of
1: our age group or? there are a
0: lot of our age group there it's sort of you know it is a very liberal profession now and in our age group there certainly is probably the fact that it's mostly based in london doesn't hurt that either cuz london's quite forward thinking in many ways backwards in yeah. others but um yeah i th- i think there's pl- plenty of feminists i think there's also plenty of guys that sort of don't even Call themselves feminists, they don't even they they're just they don't see a difference
2: but there's a there's quite there's a bit of a backlash against it though I think i mean the, the, a lot of this kind of it's really interesting a lot of the abuse in politics is much more targeted at women than men I think misogyny is back in a way that it was yeah. i thought it was
0: disappearing well what I, what in in my industry what i've what we've all been noticing is like so I think I'm one of the last one of one of the last generations of male actors that can sort of remember when almost every script that came across your desk had a male lead. Mm-hmm. And now that is completely turning on its head. Right. And so on
1: that, see, because I've met in the last few years quite a few white male actors who are like, there's no roles for me left. <laughs> do, you, do, do you get? Do you hear that? You know, if, I, with, I, I, do I hear know that. that you would never I mean, say it's something it's bollocks. Like that, with, but do you hear people like that being like, "Well, the, there are no rules for us anymore."
2: Of,
0: of, of course, I are hear they just bad actors that. not getting jobs? Yeah, I think maybe they I are. I think they're
1: just afraid of like what's changing, and mm. often there's this feeling that when. They see themselves less represented. It means they're being completely unrepresented, whereas they're just being slightly less represented because they were getting sort of seventy-five percent of the roles, and now it should be at least down to like sixty or fifty percent.
0: I think I think what it what, what it sort of maybe forcing people that feel like they're not as represented now, who have enjoyed centuries and centuries of being well represented, it's probably forcing. Like, I would be lying if it, if I said that it hadn't made me sort of think about right where should I go? I should do something else. I should try and do it in a different way. I shouldn't just try be trying to get like a lead in a film where I'm a bloke that runs about with a gun and looks hard and stares into the distance. Mm-hmm. I should be trying to do it in a different way, which is probably why I've gone into producing the the projects that I've chosen. I've 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 said this before, like I've played now a swathe of really useless men uh, who are incredibly insecure and they're, I think, you know, the, the the same white male actors that would moan about not having parts, I think they could have a look and see that there's actually quite interesting parts now where they're not being shoved into playing the guy with all the answers. And what I have noticed, though, that I don't know is... Um, is it a frustrating thing or if it's a little bit annoying? Is that... Um, the there there is a danger at the moment with roles for women in film and TV especially that there is there's been this incredible much needed um shift towards women being lead characters and stuff but there's there's sort of every two or three films or two or three TV series where the woman is put in this lead role but she the character is expected to be like have all the answers and she's not allowed to make mistakes and she has to look like she's strong and, and, and unflappable. So
2: like the men used to be. Yeah, and there, it's it's dull.
0: I, mm. I, I, just, I think that there's mm. such an incredible opportunity here, and there are swathes of female parts that are complete human beings and wonderful and flawed and mm. allowed to fall flat on their face. There's so many of it. But, you know, we, I, we were watching the other night something on Netflix. Uh, we being? Uh, me and my uh, dad. Uh, I think on Netflix we do it often. And... Um, it was a, a, a crime series with two female leads and they are playing two cops. It's an American thing. And, you know, great. And it was going on and on and on. And the more it went on and on, the more and more these two female cops were again and again just having the point that the series is trying to make put into their mouths. Mm. The, to the point even when it went, they, they went, shall we go for a drink? And they went for a drink. And the, the two female cops and like four or five female colleagues were all stood in a pool hall, Playing pool with all bottles of beer and stood about like it looked like they were trying to recreate something from mm-hmm. a film and sort of going like we can do it too yes but I, are...
1: I often wonder with stuff like that i mean i don't know what it is you're talking about but sometimes when i watch stuff like that where i feel it's so misjudged in terms of like portraying the way that women are is often it's made by men and that is why it's so yeah i mean off.
0: i think that one is made by women right but um you know, there's there's just a there's a better way. Kate Blanchett, like if you look at Kate Blanchett in uh, she played Elizabeth the first, she's in a part where she's playing a queen. She's supposed to have all the answers, all this kind of stuff. But Kate Blanchett in that part, and that was something like I think like ten, twelve years ago. Mm-hmm makes so many mistakes as 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 Queen Elizabeth. You feel for her, you want to follow her, you want her to do well. She falls flat on her face. There's a bit I I distinctly remember where like a bunch of Spaniards come over to say, you know, if you don't stop this, we're gonna chuck some bolts at you and, and beat you out to death. And she it's she tells them to leave and she's screaming at them as if to say, like, don't you think I have enough power? Don't you think I have enough power? And written on the page are all these huge, powerful um, words, but in her eyes, in the way that she does it, she doesn't, she doesn't believe it. Mm. And and it, there's just such a great opportunity to. I think women now in these parts don't need to be trying to show that they can do what men did in like the late nineties in films where men were just boring as well. Mm. But I did, But I, you know, there 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 there's still plenty of parts for so tall white men.
1: There are there are many.
2: Now coming to the sport, on a scale of one to ten, how big a football fan are you? Ten.
0: All football? Yeah.
2: Would but you, you watch England-Bulgaria? No, oh, no, I not That sounds mad, by the
0: way. With the racism? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that sounds Would really you
2: watch Party Thistle in Venice, Caledonia Thistle, if it was on the TV channel? I if think?
0: it was on TV. the uh, Scottish football matches are very rarely on normal TV. Yeah, but pop. they're on... Do you not have Sky? And no. The, no. I don't. I never I, I never really did. I, I don't have Sky Sports. But you
1: love junior football. Is that what it's called? Very much so. yeah. Can yeah. you tell me what that is? Cause junior, I don't know very much about that.
0: Junior football is basically a f- semi-pro football. So guys that also have jobs, who do this, who play football, they train maybe two, three times a week, and they get paid like eighty, ninety quid a week if they're lucky. They play once a week. It's incredibly competitive. It just isn't dirty. Tell it, is oh, it very dirty? dirty. Yeah. yeah, it's very dirty, but it's. Because it's it's sort of used... Ah but fair. Oh aye. It's Kenny <laughs> Sounds u-
1: like your kind of football well, dad. I
0: love it, yeah. You yeah, like you yeah. You do quite well. <laughs> Why like don't that. you
1: guys start a team?
2: What um, <laughs> who is your team? Broxburn Athletic. Right. And what sort of crowds do they get?
0: Crowds. Crowds are generous. But <laughs> um crowds I, I mean they get between maybe you know, on a bad day. Two hundred. Okay. And on like a good big Scottish Cup game, you can get like over a thousand. Okay. And have you got a big big team? uh I do. I I mean, I've followed Man United for years. Mm. I don't know.
1: I used to support. What well, the Scottish team?
0: Uh, no, I mean my my brother's a big Hearts fan. My dad played for Rangers on a schoolboy form and came from a Rangers family that way. But he, he's lost interest completely in that. And Has he? Did oh, you ever yeah. play football? Oh yeah. Yeah. I did. I mean, in the Scottish borders, which is not really the sort of centre of football. It's rugby. Isn't it's it? more rugby and horse riding in the Scottish borders. But <laughs> yeah, football. I played centre back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was sort of slow but quite dirty. Right, well, that's good Scottish junior football. Yeah, it's technique, in the plug. slow and dirty.
2: Yeah, yeah. What do, you, what do you do? You enjoy the crowds at the? I'm sorry to keep going about the crowds, but whenever mm-hmm. I've been to sort of Scottish football, where the crowd is not that big, which is frankly. Quite most often. games, uh, you do get some fantastic stuff coming out of the crowds. I mean, the individuals rather than this. You know, you go to a big English game; it's like the noise of the crowd, yeah. literally the crowd. But whereas at these games, it's it's kind of. It's fans insulting players in a very individualistic kind of way.
0: Yeah, if someone starts on a player and starts shouting and screaming, like because there's not as many folk there, like the people in the (laughs) immediate vicinity will turn around and say, "David, go and shut up." (laughs) And then David will shut up. (laughs) Um, I once took it when I was at the Royal Scottish. Like uh, there was a Swedish guy in my year, Dan Safka, who's now uh, an uh, Oscar-nominated director. He, uh, this big, tall, good-looking Swedish guy, and I took him to a Linlithgow Rose game, um, and uh, it's just all these like junior footballers. It's still sort of like cloth cap guys stood about. You know, smoking pipes and stuff. I'm just trying to
1: imagine what is the sort of spectating area like. Is it in a stadium?
0: It's not a stadium. It's a ground with like few few rows of terraces. Yeah, like rows. There's no seats.
1: Okay, I've got it in my head now. Sorry.
0: But Dan was there, and and all these guys stood about. You know, who you know, in the typical Scottish way. You know, don't like to scream and shout too much, and you know, like most Scots are, is that they don't try and show their hand. (laughs) I think it was like Burns said. You know, everybody tries to. Keek through every other man with sharp and sly inspection, which is very Scottish. You know, they'll let you, I think the Scots will let you look like an arsehole first. Mm-hmm. You make an arsehole of yourself and then, yeah. which is half the problem. But um, Dan Safka, this big Swedish bloke, like they did, someone shot a goal and it missed, and Dan Safka just out loud goes, Ooh, so close, almost in the goal. <laughs> and, and started shouting things like, Go get him, number nine, run, run, run after him. And there's all these guys just with red faces and red noses just staring at him. Like, who is this wanker? And I was, I kept going, Dan. You have to shut up. You just don't do that here. You don't shout. Get it in the goal. It's like you at least swear on the line or something. Get it in the fucking get goal. Get in the you fucking wanker. goal. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you get you get like wonderful. Yeah. I mean, we. Were, I mean, we were at a game once where the rain was like literally coming sideways, and there was a guy who's called. It was known as Big John at um, Linlithgow. Who uh, has this powerhouse of a voice and just shouts and screams the whole way through that you can hear him over the other side of the, the ground? And there was this one game where he was screaming, he was giving like Limlithical centre back a right doing, just screaming at him. And he was trying to open his umbrella at the same time, this big like golf umbrella. And he was, he was, couldn't make up his mind whether he was angry at the centre back or his umbrella till eventually it like flopped inside out, it totally went inside out, and the whole crowd just started cheering at him. <laughs> So I saw an old guy who had like just got a couple of like cups of Bovril over the other side of the pitch, and they have these really sh- short walls, you know, like ha- hip-height walls, which is another thing, right? Junior football grounds... Yeah, you ground, yeah, get that's nice, like, you can lean on them properly. Aye, but there's also about three feet of grass between the touchline and this and wall. It, yeah. So if you fucking get pushed over, you just hit this wall. But this guy, <laughs> this old guy was sort of walking, and the, the the keeper cleared the ball out, and the whole crowd just watched this ball. Knew what was going to happen, come screaming down and Land smack this ball old ball. guy. Oh my and he just God. stayed and he was down behind the wall and you just saw people go over and he was down there for the whole of the second half. No one saw him. On the floor. Yeah, and just, there was like <laughs> St. John's ambulance coming. It was just like an ongoing drama. And they eventually came up and we were like, oh, thank Christ, he's not dead. <laughs> but was wonderful. And was the quality of football? It is good. I mean it's Are they
1: it, sort of slightly older some of them? I'm yeah, imagining. so it, it's it's
0: also used as I mean junior football came from mining towns in Scotland. Uh where it started these in like the late 1800s. They've been there since then and all these mining communities and it was all the workers. So there's all these incredible um little places that have football teams still to this day and they have, you know, ridiculously cool names like Donald Bluebell um, civil, civil service civil strollers. service civil service they're not a civil service team no they're not I think they started as one yeah um, weird there's, uh, there's I think it's is it, I've got it wrong it was like Conta Kilty Conta Kilty Rob Roy is the name of one team <laughs> bur- like brilliant names but they started there and then after mining disappeared from this country they, they, these places are like ghost towns now a lot of them, but there's still these football teams and they're literally what they're what there for the community. But mm. yeah, big professional teams use them to sort of farm out yeah, yeah. young 17-year-olds to get the shite kicked out of them so they toughen up and also guys that are in their 40s that used to play for Rangers play in there. So it's, still oh, play, yeah. interesting. The quality's quite good.
2: But when I you see, when I was growing up, Sc- Scottish football was pretty much as good as English football. You mm-hmm. know, the, the Scottish league was as exciting, it was as well-attended, and that's just all gone. Yeah, my my dad always
0: told me that you know the best teams in in England always had squads. always had Scottish players. Yeah. Um, so what's I mean, gone wrong? I mean, the easy answer is, I guess, foreign players from overseas from Europe. You know that are better. Yeah, yeah. The, the Scottish players are. It's a sort of vicious circle if they're playing. You know, up there, they're not going to be their standards not going to be raised because they're not playing against. Great opposition. I think it's also, I mean, like you said your team, English. You know, your your non-junior
2: team was an English team, Man United. I think mm-hmm. I think the Premier League's had a huge impact on Scottish football. For the Why worst. is Scottish
1: football not in it? No,
2: no, no not in it. But also, I think a lot of Scots
0: uh, probably watch they watch the Premier League ahead mm-hmm. of their own league now. Oh yeah, I mean, you do like the, the attendance in Scottish football matches are woeful. You really?
1: At, oh, it's Even like, you know, like like Rangers, th- Rangers. No, Celtic and Rangers. Celtic and right. Rangers
0: still get you know. Hibs and Hearts not bad. Hibs and Hearts. I went to a Hearts a Hibs Celtic game recently, Easter Road in Leith, and um, it was pretty well attended. But it, it,
2: yeah, I enjoyed the Hibs Hearts storyline in Succession.
1: Have you watched Succession?
0: Wait, is that the second series? Mm-hmm. Oh, don't wait! Don't fucking it's shut. So okay, it's okay. So it's, good. it's a throwaway the, the, line. It's a throwaway it's line. Well, that see that series is genius. It's it so line.
1: good. The second series. Apparently they're shooting. Yeah, they shot it in Dundee. Yeah,
0: brilliant. Because that's where Brian's from. Yeah from Dundee.
1: He's a big advocate for the People's Vote yeah, He's campaign. a big... He's,
0: he's recorded as a he lot is. of film for us. He's a... He well, you say as is, as is Jack, but he and...
2: and You know Saoirse Ronan? She was going to come as well. Yeah. He and Saoirse no. were going to come to the People's Vote rally in Edinburgh. He never pitched.
0: I'm not really asked about the people's vote in Brexit. And that. Grace, don't use this bit. <laughs> I'm not really <laughs> this asked about it as much. You
2: are. You were asked
0: about it. <laughs> I'm asked about it. Uh, I, I but don't you know.
1: care more about independence. Look, That's Eng- basically
0: Eng- what England is. Sort of historically, right? Quite. It's a Tory country mm-hmm.
2: historically. Well, speaking. well man- we want to change that. Yes. It's going to be harder to change it if Scotland peels
0: off. Yes, but you know, and then but then we've got our own. Yeah, um no, I understand. Tories running around mm. in Scotland. I get the logic. I get the logic.
1: But do you think that um, my dad's energy would be better used in Scotland?
0: Yeah, well, I've said that to him.
1: Mm. I think he wants you to say that in this podcast because he wants his ego to be boosted. No, I,
0: I, I, I don't care about that.
1: Cause. He actually said before, I hope Jack. I says think it's that very interesting in what he said.
2: Because you've already alluded to it. You think Scotland lacks confidence.
0: I think that's been Scotland's problem for a while. And I think that a large majority majority of people that want Scottish independence it has nothing to do with um, London and, and, and Westminster they've been underconfident for, for centuries I think the Scottish sort of yeah. psyche of no, we can't do that, no, no, no we can't do that, but then there's the complete opposite of that probably McLeod going to win the World Cup my segues here are, are I think quite brilliant because <laughs> um, the three the three biggest football clubs in England were all built by Scots, basically, they were all built by Scots from I think pretty much the same town. Oh, you mean you said about Glasgow? Shankly, Ferguson, Shankly, Ferguson and um, mm. Uh Oh, and the guy that oh, built, you mean football it. managers? Oh, yeah. which is quite incredible that that Scotland mm. sometimes does, and I, like I give it a hard time as well. I that, that is lacks confidence, but then there's this. You know, I, I was always brought up being told, you know, in the thick of it, sort of. Um, cemented that that you know parliament and our papers were all run by scots Mm. because was run about scared of scots it's true you being one of them
1: not even scottish you are.
0: but it's it's really funny because i was i was doing something recently um where i was giving my opinion on certain things it was to do with something in the industry and i found myself saying no no that's not very i mean i mean why are we using that that's a bit shite and people were sort of the response was sort of like right well well Mm. we'll fix it, don't worry, we'll that's fix it. That's what I mean. And, like, and I I like, no, think... I'm not having a goat, that's just how I say it. I
1: actually well, think I mean, Scottish was... people have more confidence than English
0: people. Yeah, it's in a that strange... Sense. In, the,
1: in the mannerisms, I but, think Scottish people are but, much happier to sort of be blunt.
0: I think it's to do with the fact that they they sort of know that they aren't at the top of the pile. So they feel a sort of confidence in being the supporting the actor. Yeah, and mm. they can say it, and, but are slightly terrified of becoming the lead actor mm. or, or the lead. So I do think someone like your dad would be useful up north. you know, With, like, his,
2: with his bagpipes?
0: Not with your bagpipes. So. Why not
2: the bagpipes? Why no. don't you like the bagpipes? Did
0: I say that bagpipe thing on the last thing? Well, I told you that story where I heard... About,
1: yeah, oh, no, tell that story at, now. Don't put the phone on silent, man.
0: Well, you, yours oh. was ringing. No, it wasn't, actually. Yours just went off. Oh, no. What no. story? Yes, uh. The thing yeah, that yeah. when,
1: yeah. I, was tell tell in, when, when I was in... Tell this story. When you were in... Uh, for, not Oban,
0: off, yeah, I was just, just south of Fort William mm-hmm. in the... What's the ferry? the, the Corrin Corrin ferry. Corrin Corrin ferry. Ferry. And I was staying in the little hotel on the other side of the Corran
1: Ferry. Yeah.
0: And you, you came in... We'd with... been
1: there on New Year's Eve, hadn't we? Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, you came in with a dog and watched, I think, a Man United game. Did I have my pipes? You didn't have your pipes. I didn't know about your pipes, that's the thing, until I woke up the next morning.
1: Oh, so you saw him?
0: I saw him. I was oh, like, I see. Oh, because what what's he doing here? I was like, oh well, he claims to be Scottish, so he's probably wide around. And then in <laughs> the morning, making himself visible yeah, yeah, in I the Highlands <laughs> uh, near near Glencoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we woke up in the morning, and on the there was a copy of the Oban Times in the in the breakfast room, and there on the front page was Alistair Campbell records bagpipe album, and it was a picture of you <laughs> with like your cheeks puffed out, and some like sixteen, seventeen year old girl who's like was a local girl. Rona, yeah, she was like a world champion or something, or yeah, well she,
2: she didn't. She actually was trying to get to the conservatory. So yeah, we were recording at the Argyle Studios just up the. But the did you music. never
1: want to play the bagpipes? No, no desire.
2: No, not. Uh, at it's all.
1: interesting because I think with you, Dad, it's because it's such a sort of huge part of you being Scottish. Whereas Jack sort of has that. Cause he's yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Because he sounds it. He sounds. No, because I've always been. I, when I was at school, my two brothers and I we went to school in England. All called Jock. Yeah. Because two of us played the bagpipes, and then wherever we go to Scotland, we we're sort of considered to be English. Yeah. Because of the way you talk. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. no wonder. Well, actually,
1: his brother had a full-on Glaswegian yeah. accent. Really. Yeah.
0: He lived there his
2: like, yeah, from, from, from when he was in the, the Scots cars, then he lived there from the age of 18. I wonder
0: if you'd actually be as effective if you had the Scottish accent, or I wonder if it would sort of be lost.
1: No, I think he'd be as effective, I think Malcolm Tucker.
0: You would be, yeah, Peter Capaldi. Yeah, if mm. you were Peter Capaldi. So you met Peter Capaldi, have mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. Right.
2: We, had a, we once had a swear-off, a oh, one. A proper one? Mm-hmm. Jesus. We had to, we had to, I, I got about 11 fucks into one sentence in eight seconds. Is that because you were oh. angry that
0: you were portrayed with grey hair?
2: No, it was because it was a competition I had to win it Oh right,
0: oh you were actually trying <laughs> That was just a thing you do <laughs> Right
1: Jack, Should we do your Dream six side team change the world If you can remember them
0: Yes So first would be it was Three men, three women Three. It has to be three men, three women So first would be Scarlett Curtis Who's Grace's our, friend, Grace's friend, and your and friend. and my friend, and, and my, and my editor. And yeah. your editor, who's just wonderful. The best. She would provide all the blue sky thinking mm-hmm. that's needed. Um, second would be my mum, because she is the smartest person I know, and I think can could run an army no problem, and sort of has thought of everything before you've thought of it, which is quite amazing. terrifying in many ways. Um and but she's got a big like a big heart, but like I was grown up I was brought up by her in a sort of like don't be an arsehole Jack with sort of every second line out of her mouth. So like I was put on the ground quite quickly. And I think I can't wait to bring my kids up like that. Um You having kids? Yeah, oh, well yeah, I do wanna. Not yet though. But um third Oh shit. Mary Black. Ah mm-hmm. So yeah. Mary Black Definitely for obvious reasons. Um, She's also just one of the few politicians I've ever watched that has mastered, I've talked about this to you before, that has mastered the ability to actually speak like a human Mm. being, Mm. even down to just inflection in our voice. You know, and Big Sturgeon does that to a certain extent as well. A Big lot Sturgeon, of them... is that what we call that? Yeah, Big Sturgeon. S- S- Slow centre-back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big Sturgeon. Big Nicky. Big Sturgeon. Oh, she, she'd actually be on the side, wouldn't she, in a tracksuit, just shouting things. <laughs> what about Ian Blackford, where you put him? Uh, on the bench. <laughs> uh, I, you get Angus Robertson back. <laughs> Ian Blackford on the bench. But, uh, so that, I, I, I think I said... Have you met Murray Black? I've not met Mary no. Blight, no. I really want to meet her. She's slightly, she's not as high profile as I thought
2: she'd be, isn't that it's deliberate? Um,
1: well, is she, I slightly she... feel like it's maybe because she's just busy.
0: Yeah, but if you're an MP... I don't think... She, I, she doesn't strike me as somebody that particularly Cares. seeks the spotlight. No. Ooh.
1: I actually think she probably hated... She, she, It's one of the problems of today is that when someone becomes, like, the face of something or Ooh. the voice of something, they get catapulted to be expected to be yeah. the voice answering for everything to do with young people or women, and, and I think she probably hated that because it happened so quickly. She was 21 when she became an MP.
0: She was the youngest ever, wasn't yeah. she? Yeah. No, you know, second youngest She kicked ever. the shadow... Um, Foreign Secretary, Shadow Home Secretary, yeah. out yeah, of his seat. Alexander. Yeah. That guy, yeah. She kicked him out. Fine and man. she just got yeah. on
1: a first at um, university as well.
0: Yeah. On and I'd, I, I, I love... She uses Scots in the House of Commons as well, which is great. Mm. Your three men? Uh, my th- three men, I think I said... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, I'd have Captain Manoring mm-hmm. because I think it would be important to have somebody make mistakes. Do you know who we're talking about, Grace? Captain Mannering is the... Dad's army. The lead okay. character in Dad's okay. army. Um, so your mum
2: makes the army and Captain Mannering completely screws it up?
0: Yes, because mm-hmm. I think it's important that the group learn mm-hmm. from, from thoughts and, and, and then everybody becomes okay with okay. it. Um, and then I'd have... Uh, it's basically the entire cast of Dad's army and I'd have <laughs> Sergeant Wilson, who's a very suave bloke stood next to him, who's just constantly saying... Do you think that's a good idea, sir? Yeah. Would, would, would you <laughs> uh, You should probably think about that, sir. I think that's always needed.
1: It's like the producer and the director.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, and the sixth man... Um, Corporal Jones.
2: Uh, oh, well, the Scottish guy. Hugh Laurie. Was it Hugh Laurie, the Scottish
0: guy? Yeah, he was mine. Who, who just screamed, we're doomed all the time. He we're doomed, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I would put my dad in there. My dad, who cannot, for the life of him, say anything quietly... My my dad who no, taught grace. me yes my dad my dad who inadvertently taught me the, 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 the brilliant skill of completely reducing someone sec- someone's decision in a second like so if you walk through the room in a new hat that you've got dad will just go oh hat
1: <laughs> he does it in the least
0: offensive I'm manner gonna do he that. doesn't piss that's anyone off he does it with oh shorts
1: so <laughs> like it means he doesn't choice. like your shorts <laughs> <laughs> he's just like that's a
0: choice this is great it's <laughs> a very unoffensive way how I does do he say, that? say he likes the hat. Um, nice. He doesn't. He sort of
1: goes, ah, you know. So, junior football.
2: Ah, oh, but Grace, it's more than junior football. I mean, I don't want to overstate it. What
1: is it that you to... have such an obsession over
2: with junior football? Um, no, what I what I really like about Jack is that it's so obvious that he wishes I was his dad, and he <laughs> absolutely, nice, and, and he absolute, No, he loves his dad. He loves his dad, but he wishes I was his co dad. And he obviously loves me a lot and loves New Labour and thinks I should go and help him get Scotland independent. Would you (coughs) do that? I don't know. We'll have to see it all pans out. But the thing about junior football is I just love that. I love the fact that a guy in his 20s, is not supporting Rangers, Celtic, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Chelsea, Man United, Man City. He loves junior football. And I totally get that because it's like real football as it used to be. So I thought that was brilliant. I loved it. And
1: it sounds like... The vibe at junior football, I mean, those stories he was telling of the, you know, spectators yeah. at junior football matches, it just sounds hilarious.
2: And also there. it's the kind of way that I think football should be played. You yeah. Know, a bit over the top.
1: Well, you love that. You're a really dirty football player. Well, you've
2: said that before. You don't but... abide
1: by the rules. I've no. seen you push over a many celebrity in a football match before. I know.
2: Who's the one at Stoke? That Calvin
1: really from Hollyoaks. Calvin from That was
2: terrible. I and feel then bad
1: about that. at our friend's wedding. Yeah, that was. Yeah, bad. that was bad. I'm
2: so glad there was no VAR. <laughs>
1: I'll tell you something. I don't know much much about football. I will tell you something for free. You would have been done if there was VAR. I'll be ready. You were never in the right, ever. I once saw you push over a man who was standing still. He didn't even have the ball.
2: (laughs) Terrible. Anyway, Um, Jack Loudon, good man, good actor, politically sassy, and. um, Very smart. And, you know, okay, he didn't want to talk about his relationship with Sir Sharonan, so we're not going to talk about that, OK? But I just really enjoyed the night out we had in Edinburgh with them after your show. <laughs>